Hey everybody, welcome to Hope Something Sticks. I'm Bert. I'm Matt. And it's been a while, but uh, I've been busy. Got that right. What happened? Where'd yep. you go, man? Why'd you disappear? Uh, disappeared into a hospital and came out with a baby. Nice. Did they find you yet? <laughs> yep. So, uh, so, yep. Daughter Lila was born uh, a couple weeks ago. Claps, claps, clapping, lots of clapping, cheers, mm-hmm. the crowd's going absolutely bonkers. Nice stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the birth went pretty smoothly, all things considered, you know, as far as births go. Not and, too much screaming? Uh, yeah. Not too much. That's Were you in the room? really help. Yeah. <laughs> I, not only was I in the room, I was, like, holding one of her legs for her. Oh, gross. <laughs> no, sorry, that's my first reaction. It's like, oh, jeez. Yeah, I think I saw a video of one of those once, and, uh, yeah, never again. Yeah, it's just somebody coming out of somebody else. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. I understand the, the synopsis. Thank you for your medical abstract. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm really happy to leave the hospital. You know, the, a lot of the staff was nice and everything, except for, mm-hmm. like, the night shift nurses. Okay. Apparently uh, <laughs> they are notorious. Uh, for sucking. Hmm, gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. People say that, you know, once you get home, like, people start, you know, freaking out. It's like, oh, I got this baby, and, you know, got no one else around except us. Uh, I was just happy to get out of the hospital. I mean, taking care of the baby was pretty whatever. Like, (laughs) you you feed the baby, you wipe up their crap. Yep. Uh... That's kind of the end of the list. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You just, and you just keep doing that. And you already had uh, a puppy, so you were pretty much pre-trained. Yeah, you know, and uh, we got a bigger kennel for Onyx, so we had the smaller kennel all ready to go. Oh, there you go. All right. Yeah. What was that psychologist who came up with that idea of you could train, you could literally raise a baby in a box? Sounds like something Skinner would do or something. That's it. Yes, the Skinner box. That was even better. <laughs> that, is, that was the Skinner box. BF Skinner. I remember now. That was awesome. Yep. Just put in the necessary inputs and outcomes a regularly well-adjusted human being who loves being caged. Yep. All right, good right. stuff. Yeah. Lots of holes, yeah, a lot yeah, of natural light. What's that one? What's that one-bedroom studio going for nowadays in... Out there in uh, out there in Arizona, that's a pretty hot market. Uh, for one bedroom, I don't know. You could probably get one for no baby size. On... Oh, baby size. Yeah, that's got to be worth yeah. at least three hundred dollars. Yeah. No utilities. <laughs> All right, so she's already costing you. Got it. But, uh, yeah, but I think we got pretty lucky. She's fairly unfussy for a baby. Like, you know, if you feed her and change her diaper every once in a while, she's pretty cool. I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. That's outstanding. Yep. And, um, yeah, she's two weeks. She's starting to kind of 
perceive things more, like, you know, kind of focus in on more stuff, uh, trying to crawl, uh, hasn't quite got everything going yet, but, uh, the effort's there. He's got a lot of heart. He wants to move. Yep. The talent will come. Just give her a little bit longer than two weeks. No pressure. No pressure, but hurry up. She's got another three days. <laughs> yeah, right. Got a schedule to keep here. Her shift starts in three hours. As far as she looks, I think she kind of has my general facial structure, uh, except maybe not as long of a head, so maybe a little kind of closer to Avi's. Mm. A little yeah, I can see that. Head. Mm. Yeah. And then kind of uh, just features of Sharon like glued on there. Like she's got her nose, looks like her lips. Yep. Uh, apparently my ears. Uh-huh. And uh, she looks like she's going to have black hair, but it's still wow. too early to tell. Yeah, that could totally change next week, depending on how she feels. Yeah. yeah her eye color keeps changing too. Yeah, that's not. Nice. goes from like. Yeah, it goes from like a kind of like a steely blue gray to a green to kind of like a hazel. So, jury's out on that. I think Sharon said it's like three months until the eye color starts settling. Yeah, and you know she's not gonna look anything like what she's gonna really. I mean, she's gonna look like how she's gonna look at basically when she's like eighty. This is what she's gonna look like when she's eighty. I'm looking at that first picture you sent me last night. Got a little... What is that? I don't want to say Kim Jong-un. Maybe Kim Jong-il? <laughs> All hail the later. Just that picture where she's looking pissed. Oh, the, oh yeah. Not the, uh... Not the Popeye picture you were talking about. Yeah, that that's my favorite. That's good stuff. Well, well that one in the... That Gator onesie picture where the the sleeves are way too long. Hang on, hang on. Different chat. Oh, yeah. Yep. Ah, she's so happy. Oh, my God. Usually around this time, which, you know, it's like, now it's like almost 9.50 a.m. Both her and Sharon are sleeping. Oh, okay. How long until the... uh, How long until the hurricane starts? Well, I think I put her down at nine, so probably at least another 40 minutes we got. Oh, okay. Got some me time. Uh, And so she was a little fussy when, so like Sharon like put her down and, you know, went to bed and she was like still like fussing a little bit. Uh, so I picked her up, and uh, the song I've been singing to her, pretty much the only song I know like word for word, is uh, Big Rock Candy Mountains. She seems to like that. Yeah, it's your voice. As long as she gets like, acclimated to it, that, that's perfect. I'm trying to think about the only songs I know the, all the words to, and they're not really baby-appropriate. But well, they're not like young person adult uh, appropriate babies yet. Yeah, whatever, you know. What do they know? Mm. Babies, straight up, some of the dumbest people that you'll ever meet. <laughs> I know that Sir Mix a Lot song. That's a good one. It's a classic. 
Uh, it's going to be classical <laughs> music soon. So that's classical music makes babies smarter, right? That's amazing. So she's sleeping know. all the way through the night? No way. No. Um, I was about to say, like, that's kind of amazing at two weeks. She, I mean, she might have it. So, like, earlier, she would sleep a long time. Like, Sharon had to, like, wake her up and, like, spend, like, an hour trying to wake her up. Uh, but now, like, but, like, every, like, three hours. Uh, but then, like, the, the latest time I went to the pediatrician, she said that she can sleep for, you know, four and a half to maximum five hours uh, before we wake her up to feed her. But now she's, like, she, like wakes up, like, every two and a half hours after she goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. Got it. So she's waking up more. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting pretty good sleep since uh, Sharon has to be the one who feeds her. Oh, well, that's nice. Thank God for you. Yeah, no, it's pretty sweet. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I do most of the diaper changing. And the other big thing is clean out, like, the bottles and stuff. Mm, Go yeah. through them really quick because... Super- uh, yeah, like at this age, like uh, an hour after she starts drinking from a bottle, it has to be cleaned. Why is that? It's the bacteria. Interesting. Never heard of that. But I guess uh, that's why I'm immune to most bacteria. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. No, no, I'm saying that wrong. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> bacteria just like mama never cleaned out <laughs> I think the uh, assist goes to Michelle on that one Michelle's about 10 years older than I am that's my older sister for mm-hmm. anybody listening out there in radio land yeah. she, helped, she helped out a lot nice. well, that's good stuff man yep she sounds super happy and ultra healthy and if she's listening to this 18 years from now she needs to bail me out of jail. All right, Uncle Curbside. <laughs> it's the last time. <laughs> this time will be the last time. Sure. Wink. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, she's doing well. Uh, we went to the, the doctor's yesterday. She said uh, she likes her weight gain. She gained like nine ounces since the week before. Which is apparently good. All right, good. Yep. Nothing like good news coming from the docs. Mm. Yeah, it's been pretty much all good from the doctor. Uh, good, uh, good. That's about it on that front. So now that we discussed happy news, let's talk about terrible news. Uh, oh, news type news. Okay. What do you got for me? Well, since what happened? last time, this whole uh, Omicron variant came uh, about that uh, doesn't seem to be too impressed with the vaccines that are out. I don't think you're pronouncing it right. No, I am, I am pronouncing it right. That The people who were pronouncing it right are 
the people who are Futurama fans. Omicron. It's pronounced Omicron. Yep. Omicron. You have to say Omicron like this. Embrace the Omicron. Whatever. You're gonna get it, you're gonna get it. And if you get it, you're gonna die. There. So. Well, it was basically the reason why uh, Avi and my parents didn't come over to visit. They were, they were going to come uh, yeah. between Christmas and New Year's. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, well. Damn, dude. Well, I'm on the, I guess my family's on the flip side of that. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this, but Florida didn't experience COVID at all. It wasn't even there. No masks, no vaccine mandates. There's slight warnings here and there. Every now and again, you see somebody who is uh, flaunting their fashion statement mask. But yeah, my test comes back in a couple of days. Test comes back in a couple of days. Cross my fingers. No Omicron. Please don't let me have Omicron. Omicron. Yeah, I don't know. No one seems to give a shit in general. Like, uh, when I went to Target, I had to pick up a few things for Lila. Right. Pretty much no one was wearing masks. Yeah, everybody's over it. Yeah. Maybe you caught it, maybe you didn't. I certainly hope you don't have to go into, you know, the ER. Because what is it? It's still 99% of everybody who's in the hospital for any kind of whatever, any variant... It's uh, because you were unvaccinated, so, which makes me torn, because I, I, I'm over this this whole notion that we have to keep putting shots at ourselves, and we're not going to, you know, shoot, put those overseas, or undo the patents for them, or, God forbid, we just buy them and then give them to developing nations that can't afford the shit. Yeah, doing some of that, but... I don't know. Ever since I read about ca- Johnson ca- & Johnson just... vaccines being sold from South Africa to Europe, like they were manufactured in South Africa, and they went on a boat, and they, and they went to Europe. Like 10 million doses. Like, what the hell are you doing? Omicron came from South Africa. <laughs> like, what are we doing? This is a global failure. Yeah, well, for... It seems like it's like, well, better keep a whole bunch in storage in case everyone changes their mind about the vaccine. Yeah. The other 50% of the population magically decides to take it. Dude, fuck them. I don't fucking care. Like, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm, I, I feel for, like, people like my mom who have legitimate, like, if she gets the vaccine, she's worried she's going to have a cytokine storm. And then her immune mm-hmm. system is going to overreact and kill her. And she's been to doctors, and doctors won't give her a medical exemption to not take the vaccine or whatever, because then they're going to allegedly lose their license. That's all. I've tried researching her saying that, and I can't find anything on that, so it seems like it's pretty hush-hush. Mm. It's all family member, is a doctor, knows another doctor, heard about it, medical license revoked. Because yeah, she had she had Guillain Barre, yeah, she had Guillain Barre GBS, mm. which is an immune thing. So she's immunocompromised. 
as is. So that's the only reason that she's not taking it. Everybody else in my family who's not vaccinated, no excuses other than internet said. Joe Rogan said not to take it. Thank God. Didn't he take it, though? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. You don't take it. Maybe he's trying to do everybody a favor. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe he's just trying to trick. It's like, oh, no, no. Don't take it. Here, look what happens to me. I'm going to take the bullet for you. He took everything. Like, when he when he did get COVID, he took, like, every, like, bullshit remedy. Did he take it on camera? No. Nah, yeah, okay. so. well, who the hell knows what he did or didn't do? Yeah. Do you think if we say Joe Rogan's name three times in a mirror, our podcast is going to blow up? Well, I do have a mirror right here. Oh, shit. Do I have a mirror? Maybe we could do it at the same time and, and cause Omicron explosion. I don't have a mirror. Oh, wait, I can kind of see myself in my cell phone. Here we go. All right, you ready? Okay, one second. All right. This is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, count to three. Ready? One, two, ready. three. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. All right, is it blowing up? Wait. <laughs> I guess we have to, oh wait, we're we gonna have, have to, to post this. We gotta post yeah. it. Ah, I was expecting it to happen right then. There. My own stupid superstition is backfired. All right, so the second you post this, let's see how long until after. All right. Oh wait, do I have to shove a crystal up my ass too for this to work? How does I don't know how superstitions work? Sacrifice a goat. I mean, it won't hurt. I don't know how this. That's my New Year's resolution. I wanna, I wanna be a cult leader. Just like Joe Rogan. So the other things that were happening, I believe, between podcasts were uh, two pretty well uh, publicized murder trials: the Rittenhouse and uh, (laughs) those guys from Bumblefuck. The guys from Bumblefuck. Oh, the Ahmad Arbery case. Yeah, uh, not just the two guys. There was the the father and the, the son, and then and then the guy that recorded this, it. Yeah, then some other dude who came running who recorded in. it. Yeah, he recorded yeah. their altercation. Yeah, so nice to know that those dickheads are put away. It's a nice little consolation prize for well, straight up stalking say... someone and murdering him. Yeah, hopefully be buried was... underneath the jail stay the hand of other people who think that they can just, you know, kill someone and get away with it while recording it. Well, what do you think about uh, Kyle, Babyface, Rittenhouse? Don't feel, uh, bad. feel bad for me. I'm a medic. I came here to help with a gun. Uh, I would say under the letter of the law, that was the right verdict. Because somebody jumped uh, on his back with a skateboard. So, well, I mean, that was the second thing that happened. So, so I didn't know, like, the full, like, a lot of the details until, like, afterwards. And then, you know, and then I, like, look, looked at the videos and shit. So, uh-huh. and there's this, uh, this lawyer, like, this uh, YouTube channel, this lawyer who just, like, goes over, like, famous cases and stuff. 
And uh, so what started was there was some kind of altercation, like, you know, that had nothing to do with Rittenhouse or any of the people involved. There was some, like, fight in the the car dealership that he was, for some reason, decided to defend, even though it had nothing to do with him. Uh, so he was r- running down with his AR-15, which right. appar- which he was actually legally allowed to have. The whole thing about minors not having guns, uh, that's only for handguns and rifles with shortened barrels, and that didn't meet the... De- so he had just... He had a regular rifle, so uh, he was good to go on that count. So he technically wasn't doing anything illegal while he was running, and then this this one dude was chasing him down uh, and trying to get the gun away from him, and then pow, 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 dead. Uh, and then a whole bunch of people saw Rittenhouse you know, shoot that guy, and then Rittenhouse ran ran away from the scene. Uh, Then was getting chased down by a few people. This one guy did, like, this jumping kick, and the other dude hit him with a skateboard, and then pow, 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 that dude's dead. And then he started running some more, and then then the the last dude pulled a, a handgun on him, and... Pointed at him for a little while, then, uh, he, you know, but you know, didn't fire or anything, and then pow, blew out his bicep, and uh, then he went to the police. So, in each of those cases, you could say that's self defense because he, if he's not doing, he's not technically not doing anything illegal. Some guy, you know, jumped on him, pow, pow, pow. You know, that's technically self defense. Because, but the the thing is, my main reaction, you know, just the whole thing, it was uh, one moron killed two other morons and injured another one. Because they were, like, really fucking stupid. Like, why in the God's name would you chase down someone with an AR-15? You see the guy has an AR-15. You chase him down in, in the open. What do you think's going to happen? You're going to fucking die. Right. I wouldn't fucking chase that kid down. It's like, no. oh, well. <laughs> I'm not even I'm gonna be going to go in the opposite direction of this kid. No. Yeah. And I can't disagree with that one. Like, what the fuck are you doing if, jumping but, on somebody's back with a gun? And if that dude, dude, you, yeah, and if that dude you're going to freak them out, back, and they might, pro- even pro- if it was an accident, they still might have accidentally shot you. Like, what do you actually think yeah. is going to happen? Yeah, no, I mean... Not thinking and, and that the, one through the, entirely. I was, And I would say that all three of them who got shot were really stupid. Like, And then chasing him down with a skateboard. It's like, he's running away. Right. Like what? Yeah. And you you think you're going to take him down with a skateboard? And, like, it, and no one's like really just trying to like grab the gun and like yank it away from him. And, and then the, the last guy pulled a gun on him. And if I was that last guy, I would have fucking shot that. I would have killed Kyle Rittenhouse if I was that third guy. If you if saw I had him on murder me, two other people, yeah, yeah, you just kill. That's what you. Well, if you intend to pull killed, your gun, if you intend to, if you pull your weapon, you better if, be willing to throw it down. What do you think he's gonna do? Throw his gun down or something? Think you're gonna turn him yeah, in? Yeah, no. 
if yeah, if you pull out your gun and point it at someone, and especially if they also have a gun, you got to pull that trigger or <laughs> you're getting shot. And Ultimately, then, and then he would have been the one who got exonerated for you know murder charges. Yeah, exactly. It, it then we'd been, be talking it, about that. That, that. I mean, that guy, you know, by the same, you know, this, you know, the same thing. That guy could have claimed self defense. He saw Rittenhouse kill two guys. He didn't know, you know. Okay, maybe it's self defense. Maybe it's not. Uh, you know, he could have said, "Well, uh, I was acting this in the interests of the people around." And he probably would have gotten off. So. I think for the most part, the gun laws are pretty stupid that, you know, there's certain guns that a minor can have and ones that they can't. And he, he happened to have one that he could carry around. And and also, I don't know, there, there were, everyone in that situation was a moron. And now there's two less morons. And, and the only other bad thing is that, you know, old Fox News and Trump was grooming this kid to be a hero. It's like, he's also not that. He's just a dumb fucking kid who had a gun and was, you know, got frightened enough to use it. Mm-hmm. So, it's my takeaways from the Rittenhouse case. I didn't like... I, I can't disagree with what you're talking about. If you... Uh, uh you know, engage a person with an assault rifle, you should probably be p- prepared for somebody to pull that trigger, even by accident. Mm-hmm. The overall verdict, though, opens up the door in a way that's not good. Not good at all. It sets precedent for crossing <laughs> state lines to agitate. And not only agitate... Because you're gonna, because that I mean, he was across state lines with a weapon. What are you doing? If you wanted to really straight, to, pre- yeah, I, he's I from he's from Illinois. His mother drove him across state lines with a fucking gun. So if anything, she should be tried to at least you know balance it out. But like, okay, whatever but, you want to throw, you want to throw a couple of murders mm-hmm. towards Rittenhouse. <clears throat> The younger, that's fine. Whatever. They they fucking came at him. They threw stuff at him. They jumped on his back. Whatever. It's dark out. He's a fucking kid. He whips around. I mean, his, yeah, he you, fucking you could say some... like child child endangerment by sending a yeah, kid. What out the fuck are you? A... Yeah, exactly. You drove across state lines with a weapon <laughs> during a demonstration. During what yeah, is obviously a, a moment a of social unrest, and there's lots of people out, and everybody's tempers are flying. And yeah, in the dark, by himself, yeah. How is that not child endangerment? How is that not something? How is that not no, something? I, I, it needed, I they needed to that. send some kind of fucking message to say, you cannot cross state lines to agitate protesters. And, oh my god, oh sorry, to protect private property that ain't yours? What? Yeah. Who fucking cares? <laughs> yeah, that, you think nah. that car dealership I, I, isn't insured? Let the insurance yeah, company no. handle it. Who gives a fuck? Everyone involved thought they were a big fucking hero. <laughs> that's, that's what it yeah, was. A hero for what? You know, you, you want to? Yeah. Get it out in the street, protest, set some cars on fire, do your thing. You know what? Do your thing. I don't. I, that's fine. But crossing state lines to do it to 
insinuate yourself in the business of another state, that's pro- That's a problem. It's a much deeper-seated problem, too. Because now, well, look, at, now look at this asshole. Well, the protesters cross state lines, too. Fair enough. I'm starting some shit, so... Maybe. Well, some of them were. There's a big difference between burning a car... You know, setting a, setting a 1994 no. Toyota on fire. That Toyota didn't deserve that. <laughs> and those protesters didn't deserve to get shot. I don't think that... I think he completely overreacted. But he was a 17-year-old kid, and it's dark out. Of course he's going to fucking overreact. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, the verdict makes sense considering what the laws are. Now, you know... I think you make a very strong argument that you should probably change those laws considering <laughs> everything. So, yeah. But in the court of law, that the law is the only thing that matters. Common sense doesn't matter. Uh, morality or any of anything like that doesn't matter. It's just, you know, is it within the law? It technically was, so he got off. To some incumbent on people to tell the lawmakers to change the laws, which probably is not going to happen. No, and if anything, if this just solidifies the idea that you can you can do more of this. You can be an armed vigilante, vigilante, vigilante. There you go. And and yeah, and really start some shit. Well, maybe not start it, and you're certainly not going to end it. But this just makes it, you know, kicks it up a notch. Just escalates what shouldn't be escalated at all. Just let people fucking scream and holler and do their thing. You got dead people to save plate. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. All right, that'll do it for Hope Something Sticks. We ended on another <laughs> low note. No, we don't have to end it there. Uh... I'm just, I was just kidding. <laughs> all jokes here. It's all fun and games till somebody yeah. jumps on somebody's back with a fucking skateboard. Yeah. You fucking monster. So kind of How about the, how about this dumbass into... How about this dumbass cop, Kim Potter? She got fucking found guilty too. Oh, I yeah, thought I pulled my I mean, taser. That... What a fucking dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. That is the it's dumbest fucking I, I come up with some pretty stupid fucking excuses at my job to get away with, you know, boneheaded mistakes. Don't know that it was a gun. Sorry, I just wanted to throw really, that last little bit. Really in there. freaked out. Fucking <laughs> stupid. Taser really looks fucking... pretty much nothing, and I'm I'm sure it feels almost nothing like you know your gun. You've held both of them multiple times. One would hope. <sighs> yeah, unbelievable. But kind of pull back on that. How about them gators? I thought we were going to end on a high note. Gah. Well, we don't have to talk about the bowl game so much, as in uh, the new staff that's coming in and uh, the recruiting that's ah. uh, looking pretty promising. The Mistake of the Decade by LSU. Thank you. Christmas came early. Yeah, I think so. Uh, just pickpocket it. We were... See, our problem is we were pickpocketing Mississippi. We should have been pickpocketing Louisiana. See that now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. 
Well, Mississippi, so, you're referring yeah. to. Are you just referring to Dan Mullen in general? Yeah, Dan Mullen and you know his his entire staff. We were just taking back what was already ours. Yeah, then we threw it away again. <laughs> so, hearing some story from the beat, you know, the Florida Gator beat reporters about uh, not only was the uh, Dan Mullen and his staff just not good recruiters, they were poisoning the recruiting water with, you know, like bullshit. Like, they, they, you know, there was a coach that said, I'd never send a recruit to Dan Mullen. And uh, the story that apparently that this guy on uh, Mullen's staff uh, pretended to be Dan Mullen while talking to a recruit. And, you know, they would sometimes say that they were interested in a recruit when they actually weren't. What? Some somebody was intim- Somebody was imitating Dan Mullen? Yeah, from his staff while talking to a uh, recruit on the phone. Wow. Why? I don't know. I guess he had better things to do. Jeez. That is uh, dumb. It's really, really dumb. What a great so, way of starting off on a relationship. Yep, so... Billy Napier. What, you know, the refreshing thing is, like, he, like, since he, like, came to Florida, he, like, said, told everyone, like, what he was going to do and how he was going to do it and, you know, build up the recruiting staff uh, and be very methodical with recruits and coaches, you know, that he's planning on picking up. Kind of torpedoed, like, what was already there, like, as far as the recruiting class. Uh, there's like a lot of instances, instances of him like you know visiting recruits and then them immediately decommitting, which I'm guessing he was just telling them like, hey, I don't want you, <laughs> so you can decommit, or I can just drop your ass. Wow, doing you the giving you you know the opportunity to decommit. That's nice of him. Leaving That's a salty turn. Really trying to salt the fields, huh? Well, like say the running back recruit that we got. You know, he was a four-star recruit, but uh, his knee got fucked up a season ago, and I don't know. It, it, it probably looking at it, yeah, it probably wasn't gonna be that great. And you know, he's just trying to. I don't, he's trying to get his own guys that he thinks that will be good in the system, and he, you know, he said he was going to take it slow, and that they probably weren't going to get a whole bunch of uh, signees in early signing period, which was right. I think he got like nine, uh, but he got a four star and five star that looked to be very much in George's pocket, and got him to sign with us. Uh, Got the five star from the IMG Academy, which is in you know floor UF's backyard, but we've never been able to get a five star out of there uh, until Napier, after just ten days of being a coach, uh, you know, plucked them out from uh, Georgia's grasp. Well, that's so, good. You uh, know, sometimes a, a fresh per a fresh face comes in. That's that new energy. That's that new new. Yeah. 
when you get that new energy in there, it's you get to build something from the ground up. You know, you're not yep. going to come in and be some scrub scrubbing the toilets of the you know the seniors who are already there. Yeah, it, it is a definitely an opportunity for the new guys because they're going to be his guys, and he doesn't owe like you know any kind of loyalty to anyone who's still there. Yeah, yeah. so and Mullen was very notorious of you know just playing the seniors even when like the underclassmen were objectively better. Give me one example. So, like last season, the. Uh, they were playing Don the safeties, like they were playing Donovan Steiner and you know Sean Davis and uh, Brad Stewart, who were all fucking up. But Trey Dean and Rashad Torrance, who was a freshman at the time, but was playing really well, and Dean, you know, was playing much better than the other three guys. Uh, they ba- barely saw the field. Every time they were on the field, they played really well. And the safeties were a huge weakness last season. And the season before, and the, shit. Se- the season before, and this season when you know all those guys you know aged out and left, uh-huh. and you know they had to play with Shad Torrance and Trey Dean. You know they did do you know significantly better than uh, the guys from last year, and also. Uh, and, and the running backs too, like we, you know, we don't have any bad running backs this past season. I really like Damian Pierce. That's another thing. Even though he he was really, uh, you know, he was, he was the most senior guy there. He was still, you know, sharing a, uh, a lot of touches with Malik Davis and um, the other one, Naquan Wright. Mm-hmm. Well, he was obviously like the best one, and but you know he only you know got like a I don't know it felt like just like three touches a game and just <laughs> and they they didn't play like the five star running backs at all, you know Bowman who we got for this past season and um, Lorenzo Lingard who transferred from Miami. Oh, we already got somebody to transfer. That's good. Yeah, he transferred like two seasons ago, Lingard, and uh, Bowman transferred from Clemson last season. Mm, gotcha. Bo- both former five-star guys. Probably see a whole lot of that, more of them this upcoming season. Yeah, you never know. Running back is always <laughs> iffy. Anybody can just explode. Yeah. And who the hell knows? Prospects, you never know. But uh, he's getting, but Napier's getting some good coaches. Like I told you, like he got uh, that uh, Corey Raymond guy from LSU, continually taking from Louisiana. And that was a huge get. Probably the best overall cornerbacks coach in college football. Yeah, that's insane. Any word on his contract? Was it just money? The reason why, I mean, you know, the, the coaching staff was gone, and I don't know, maybe he just didn't like Brian Kelly. <laughs> maybe he didn't like how Brian Kelly automatically just 
uh, got a southern accent uh, the second he got off the plane. What? Yeah, there's like Brian Kelly with a much a significant well, this uh, southern twang in his uh, in his voice when uh, he was speaking at in LSU. Hang on, let me see if I can listen in real quick. I didn't catch this action. <laughs> what are you hoping to accomplish? Yeah, so you know, I got a chance to meet with the guys yesterday. Um, you know, I, as I told them, look, this is, you know, this is the first meeting. I'm not here to win the first meeting. Uh, I, I'm here to just let you know. I'm, I'm not hearing it. so excited to be your head football coach. And um, this is just the first meeting of many opportunities where we'll build trust. It's not going to happen today, but we're going to trust each other. And that trust will take time, and you'll do it, um, and you'll see it with my deeds, my actions, how we interact on a day-to-day basis. I don't know, man. I'm not hearing it. These meetings will be very, very productive, and we'll get a lot accomplished today. Um, As somebody who gets drunk on occasion and who slips into various accents based on his drunkenness, uh, I'm not hearing it. Uh, I hear it. So, so... You hear it a little bit uh, when he's he's at halftime at a basketball game. Oh, halftime at a basketball game? All right. Yeah, uh, let's see if I can share it with Brian you. Kelly um, Southern accent. <laughs> let's see what happens. Brian yeah, Kelly, I'm, uh, I'm s- s- sending you the link. It's Brian Kelly, y'all. <laughs> Fox News. Brian Kelly accused of faking Southern accent. <laughs> we are bringing you the top heavy hitting stories of the day is oh, yeah. brian kelly a fraud big oh wait, and he bone. left notre dame i thought notre dame fired him no he left notre dame what an idiot they would have kept him for like 10 years man yeah what why oh this is awesome somebody did investigative work on Brian Kelling say, saying family at Notre Dame two days ago and then saying family today at LSU. <laughs> How many ads can you Just play? like family, you leave them when there's another family who's willing to pay you more. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. What is this? Oh, there it is. Hey, there it is. Yeah. He's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jeff the Dar Darlington for that amazing tweet on December 2nd. Unbelievable. Maybe he's just drunk. Maybe. <laughs> but that's no excuse. You decided to get drunk. Uh, here we go. Now we got some other. Uh, now we got some other awesomeness. This just in: new new news conference from uh, Brian Kelly. <laughs> there we go. Good stuff. Uh, been getting lessons from Ogeron. Uh huh. Yep. There it is. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. Oh, if you pull the string in Brian Kelly's back, he says, there's a snake in my boot. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like the rest of the coaching staff got six of the ten. 
Uh, it's going to be from the NFL. All right, good. Yeah. Looking yep. up. Looking up. I think a rainbow just broke out in the sky. <laughs> nope, never mind. I'll look out the window. Still gray here in Chicago. Tune in tomorrow for more of the same weather. So, and, uh, yep. We see a lot of um, commits to other uh, schools are get, now taking official visits to Florida, which is also very encouraging. Let's take a look. Yeah, this is just solid gold podcast material, me Googling our recruits. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're looking up. What else is on the list? Uh, the only other thing I had was um, when I did have uh, some free time, play this new computer game called Rift Breaker, uh, which is an interesting like, combination of games. Like the, the combat is a lot like Diablo, you know how that looks. Uh-huh. And, but there's also like uh, base building and resource management and stuff. Ah, got it. So you're basically, so you're like this explorer who goes to this alien world who's try, and you're basically trying to colonize it and uh, create a portal for, you know, other people to be able to come back and forth. Oh, that's cool. So you actually showed up with the proper amount of materials and stuff. Well, you show up, well, we pretty much just show up with a mech suit uh, that's able to, like, craft a whole bunch of, like, buildings and stuff as long as you have the materials. Oh, okay, good. I don't know if you saw the end of that movie on Netflix. Uh, I think it's on Netflix. I don't know. Uh, it's called Don't Look Up by Adam McKay. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Uh, spoiler alert. Can I give you a spoiler on it? Sure. Uh, so the super rich end up on an alien planet, right? About 22,000 <laughs> years in the future. Right. Because that's when it took. That's how long it took the Ark to land on on a Goldilocks planet, as yeah. it were, right, right in the sweet spot. Mm -hmm. So they land there, gotcha. and they're like, and the guy's coming out. He's like examining the air quality, and he's like, everybody's butt ass naked. They just come out of the ships, um, and he's like looking at his scanner. He's like, oh look at that. There's an extra nine percent oxygen level on this planet, and you know it's all lush and it's awesome looking. Uh, then it turns out that it's they just landed on Jurassic Park, butt ass naked with no weapons. <laughs> so then Meryl Streep gets her face eaten off by like this ostrich looking thing it's awesome in like two seconds nice. it's awesome it's like oh my god look how beautiful this is <laughs> that's what th this that's what this just reminded me of because you're colonizing something but this this picture looks like uh, this ain't no Meryl Streep this is Michelle Rodriguez and she's ready to kick ass yeah so yeah you can like craft like stuff here, mech like uh, you know, machine guns and blow uh, flamethrowers and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Base building strategy. Oh, neat. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah I'm watching the trailer right recommend. now. It's pretty neat. Ashley Smashley Novak. And you got a sword, and you're murdering everything, and setting it on fire like a real colonizer. Nice. Mm. <laughs> that was pretty funny there's a part in the trailer where uh, she kind of shits a cube yeah <laughs> yep build that wall 
burn the people trying to come across the wall. Yeah. Neat. These graphics are pretty awesome. Yep. Yeah, pretty uh, manifest destiny sort of uh, feel to it. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. Oof. Excuse me. Excuse me. Just when you think that's not going to make it in the podcast, yeah, I'm probably dead. Oh man, these creatures are dumb. They really, they really deserve to be conquered. We're just asking for it. That's good. Now you can bring them your religion and or extract their resources. Elite scientist slash commando. <laughs> All right, cool. This podcast brought to you by the Riftbreaker. Get it. Riftbreaker, give us money. I'm just kidding. And if you don't give us money, we'll do a slam cast on you. Just made that up. <laughs> it's a thing. So, all right. Well, that was it for my lists. You got anything? Uh, yeah. Get vaccinated, you fucking dumb meatbags. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love every single. I love every single one of you equally. As in, you are all equally worthless in my eyes. Mm, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can cut that part out. That's fine. No, I'll keep it in. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Write in. Call in. Yep. Do your thing. Share us no, on your social in. medias. No, no, we've got a number. Uh, oh. Hang on. Let me give you my business number. And let's see. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll give it to you next episode. No worries. Mm. But, that, but that email address is still live. Give it to them. Hope something sticks at gmail.com. Peace out. Bye, everybody. <laughs>